Hello, I'm Charlotte Watts. Welcome to these podcasts that were first broadcast live in my Facebook group, Charlotte Watts Calm. Hope you enjoy them. And if you want more, please look at my website, charlottewattshealth.com. Hello, today I'm going to talk about liver support. So what that might be and why we might need it. Now, when we think about the liver, often what springs to mind are things like detox, detoxification. But it's just important to remember that the liver has about 600 functions that we know of. It's an incredibly core part of how we process food. Um, So metabolism, how we use food for energy, how we transform and uh, change and transport substances that we break down for food for different parts of the body for what they're needed and how we actually affect digestion itself through things like bile flow and then yes there is the detoxification processes the pathways that break down anything coming into the body that we don't need that doesn't serve us particularly stuff that might be deemed as toxic or harmful breaking those things down moving them through detoxification pathways in the liver and then they come out as part of digestive processes through bile and eventually eliminated out through the bowel. And that also is about us regulating substances like cholesterol, like steroid hormones, which get broken down as through those same pathways of detoxification and also eliminated that way. So it has a huge role to play in energy that's available to us, in hormone balance, and how we derive our nutrients and energy from food. But going back to the big detox question, a lot of people also, when you talk about liver support, assume that that only might be necessary in the face of alcohol. But we need to be detoxifying anything that comes into our body. As I said, that doesn't serve us. So it might be deemed toxic. Um, Or it might be that it's something that we don't have a detoxification pathway or a way of dealing specifically with. And how we move these things through then might be the liver or it might need to go through the kidneys and the skin if the liver can't quite deal with it. Which is why often um, overload of the liver or detoxification issues can come out in the skin. Skin is often seen as the second largest organ of detoxification. So we will support the liver to support the skin. Now, detoxification in the body happens individually in cells as well as the liver. We're always moving wastes out of cells and that could be the byproducts of metabolism. So how each cell produces its energy, like exhaust, that needs to be moved out of cells and the moving out then makes space for nutrients to come in. So that's happening body-wide on a cellular level and it has to happen every second that we're alive or with disease and ultimately uh, death in the form of the liver occurs. And liver detoxification pathways in the body are similar. They're working every nanosecond we're alive. So this idea, often it's seen that a detoxification is a phase, a process that we choose to go, is only one use of the word and it can tend to undermine the actual real processes that go on. Um, Our detoxification processes are working, otherwise you simply wouldn't be here. They are continually moving through, changing and allowing us to eliminate 
that which we don't need. Now, in the liver, we have two levels, phases of detoxification. Phase one is where everything kind of comes through into a big funnel, like into a, a big buff kit. It's indiscriminate, if you like. And everything just comes through. And that first phase breaks things down, particularly if they're not water-soluble, into water-soluble components so that they're more easily detoxified. And those are called intermediate metabolites. Now, those intermediate metabolites, because they are uh, water-soluble, are often more easily taken up by the body. So they need to be moved through phase two pretty quickly. When there's a buildup of those, and we'll talk about that in a minute in terms of pathological detoxification, and there's a buildup of those, they can actually go back up the portal vein in the liver where they came in um, and start to run around the body and cause us feelings of toxicity and even sensitivity uh, and intolerance. So ideally then things move from phase one and then go into phase two, which has four separate pathways. Now I'm not gonna go into those in great detail because they are they have separate names according to their chemical processes. They deal with different things and they rely on slightly different nutrients. But across the board, really we need B vitamin, zinc, magnesium, sulfur compounds, and amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein to affect phase two liver detoxification. And because things will go down particular pathways according to their chemical makeup, often things will compete so for instance, alcohol, which is as a neurotoxin, we need to detoxify it really quickly, get it out of the body. The body will prioritize that and the phase two detoxification pathway that is prioritized and alcohol moves down is also the one that deals with estrogen. And that does mean that because the body will prioritize breaking down alcohol over estrogen, that actually uh, alcohol can raise circulating estrogen around the body. And that's one of the reasons that alcohol is linked to hormone-related cancers, particularly if you have a kind of drip feed of alcohol. Now, I talked about phase two liver detoxification being reliant on sulfur compounds, and that's one of the reasons that cruciferous vegetables, like uh, the brassicas family often called, things like cabbage, broccoli, pak choy, kale, Brussels sprouts, mustard greens, um, and you can kind of open that out to include things like watercress, do uh, provide those compounds that we need to move things like alcohol, regulate estrogen, other med and medications, some medications through those pathways. Also sulfur compounds are in the allium family, so garlic, onions, leeks all have very, very good and historical traditional use as liver, both liver herbs and uh, as medicinals and as foods that support the liver. Now phase two, liver detoxification, can be slowed down by a lack of those nutrients I mentioned. So low levels of B vitamin, zinc, magnesium, uh, amino acids in proteins and the sulfur compounds and also vitamin C. Lower levels of those hinder those, that phase two detoxification, but it's also slowed down by stress and smoking. And what that means with particularly it, stress there, we'll take as an, an example, 
And so when we go into heightened stress responses, um, particularly living that kind of hypervigilance, that um, sympathetic dominance of, of living on fight or flight or living on adrenaline, we're moving because they're very um, energetic processes and we're metabolizing at a faster rate. There's more for the liver to deal with, more exhaust, if you like, we're creating for detoxification processes to deal with. And that means that phase one is speeded up, but because phase two is slowed down, we can get that overload, that buildup in the middle of those intermediate metabolites I mentioned before. And that's when we're open to getting something which is called pathological detoxification, which quite a few people with um, adrenal issues also tend to, to feel. And what happens then is that because that buildup means that the only place that those partially broken down toxins can go is back up in the portal vein and, and run around the bloodstream, is we get sensitivities and intolerances. So it could be food sensitivities, but also it can be seen as things like sensitivities to smell, to perfumes, petrol sensitivities are quite common, but feeling that um, there's an inappropriate response to environmental factors around us and the foods we eat, which are you know not inherently unsafe for us. So that's a bit of a kind of a sign, uh, a flag, that we really need to support phase two liver detoxification. So as well as those foods that I mentioned to support that, good foods that really have a, a reputation and, and particular specific compounds that su support phase two liver detoxification are beetroot, which has TMG in it, trimethylglycine, which provides um, three methyl donors that are uh, part of detoxification transformation processes. Turmeric is also has a very good reputation for phase two liver detoxification. And when we, we have those, you'll notice that often in um, liver support supplements, you'll see those, t those compounds, TMG, turmeric, um, but you also see herbs like milk thistle and other traditional compounds that have really good use and support for phase two liver detoxification. Now, having that overview of the liver also makes us uh, understand in terms of what happens in cells and the needs there. So vitamin C um, is a particularly important player in liver detoxification, partially, partly because all of those toxic compounds coming in, the liver needs to protect itself from those. Um, vitamin C is a water-soluble nutrient, so it needs kind of saturation within fluid parts of cells. Um, but the liver is a fatty organ, so it also needs fat-soluble nutrients like uh, vitamin E and vitamin A present. And it's very good at storing those fat-soluble nutrients, partly for protection and partly for use later. When we have things like alcohol and high levels of trans or hydrogenated fats that we might find in fried or junk foods, then the liver will often protect itself by building up fatty deposits. So it also does that in, uh, in response to high sugar in the diet. In fact, teenagers in the States who have high corn fructose syrup containing sodas have been shown to have fatty livers um, that are at the same stage as people traditionally seen in the later stages of life who have high alcohol use, where their liver protects itself with this, these massive fatty deposits. 
and we would use things like vitamin C to help protect those, break those down, and traditionally an artichoke compounds, uh, cinerin would be used for that, and often artichoke liqueurs taken in uh, parts of traditional diets, but also collagenic bile moving substances that help us break down fats in the diet things like inositol, choline, the particular B vitamins, and lemon juice is collagenic. And inositol and choline are also lipotropic, so they move fats out of the liver. So if you notice there that those are B vitamins as well, I noticed I mentioned before that B vitamins are important for phase two liver detoxification, particularly if you're vegetarian, so you're not getting those real, that real density of B vitamins that you would find in animal products. It's and maybe you're you're um, in high stress situations or chronic stress or challenge in life. Um, if you're creating a lot of energy, which also relies on B vitamins. Then it's a very good idea to take a B complex or B complex within a multivitamin. So we can see from that that managing um, the way that we deal with stress, increasing our resilience and our adaptation and the amount of time and space we allow ourselves to come down from stress response is a crucial part of uh, supporting liver detoxification processes. And as I said, that helps to balance hormones, it helps to balance cholesterol. So that's more about regulation in the liver than actually you know, what we're putting in in terms of dietary cholesterol, although we do want to reduce sugar to help regulate cholesterol and to support liver detoxification systems. Reducing stress really reduces the burden on the liver, the amount of work it has to do. And it, it may be that you feel, particularly if you've had long-term alcohol use before or long periods of stress, you're, you're seeing female hormone imbalances or heart issues or digestive issues, then taking a milk thistle supplement um, is a really helpful insurance policy and also a preventative the liver is incredibly regenerative. It's an amazingly regenerative organ more than uh, any other. And it can work on very compromised capacity. So caring for our liver, including really noticing what's going on around the area that it's located, this lower right rib and, and creating movement and pliability and hydration in that area, not just kind of doing exercise patterns that could keep us quite stuck uh, and tight and hard around the middle. It relies on movement for its uh, blood flow, for its um, its circulation, for its ability to, to move and function fully. So caring for this area and, and giving it some gratitude as well really help our whole body processes. So I hope that's been of help to you. There's much more on how to support how we manage stress but also how we do that through digestive and detoxification methods in Calm Club. So do visit uh, my website charlottewattshealth.com and you'll see there's a big click through there onto Calm Club so you can just see more about that. And do send me any questions through through any of the channels through um, contact sheet on the website, email or Facebook group Charlotte Watts Calm. And I'll see you soon. Thank you.